0: you've tuned into geek elite radio good luck hi this is steven from geek elite media and i want to tell you about cuts by candace a hairstylist that'll work with you to get just the right look after growing my hair out for years and years candace was the only stylist i trusted to cut my luscious locks mention our promo code geek out when making your appointment through the end of april 2019 you'll get 10 percent off your hair services follow cuts by candace on facebook and cuts by candace 3 on instagram and start looking the best you you can
1: Welcome back for
0: another issue of Imagine If. That's right, folks. We're here talking about comic books because it's new comic book day. It's
2: Wednesday, the <laughs> greatest day of the week. That's right. Because the comic books arrive.
0: That's right, Chris. That's right. And uh, with us again, Rafa.
1: You know, every time I go on the show, I always want to say something nice. And you guys make it so easy because it's like you get to choose what flavor of ice cream you want to go to when your mom <laughs> decides it's time to get ice cream. And I got to say, I've had my fill. With these two lovely gentlemen right here. Oh,
2: that's right. Getting a double dose of mint chocolate chip because that's the best one out there, right? Nope. Right? Butter pecan. Butter Ooh. pecan. <laughs> that sounds, I don't know what that sounds like. Doesn't sound like mint chocolate chip. <laughs>
0: well, anyways, either way, <laughs> last week we talked about uh, Dr. Savannah and how he relates to the to the Shazam universe and uh, where he came from, his creation, stuff like that. We're going to stick on that Shazam, Shazam train? did yeah shazam theme of the month (laughs) uh we're gonna do a challenge we're gonna challenge ourselves to see what who would be worthy of the power of shazam in the marvel universe
2: you know what i want to toss something out real quick i was i was reading an interesting article uh it was like the the one million dollar lawsuit that created captain marvel and it basically talks about how dc comics sued um, Wiz Comics for $400,000. And so basically, through time, that would relate to being $1,000. But this was crazy. Dr. Shivana is actually why we have Lex Luthor. Wow. I did not know huh. that. That's I incredible. Mean, like, obviously, there's going to be a lot of conjecture to it, but- Shazam and Shivana appeared together in their first appearance mm-hmm. Luther didn't come along till later and so it was like hey yeah let's let's kind of make him that so I guess that's why Shyvana doesn't get much love in the DCU because they're like we want you to forget that <laughs> we sued a man and made him lose his name so we could steal another man <laughs> and make right. him wow. wild and evil
0: <laughs> wow that is incredible
1: yeah. yeah and Mark Strong could play both very
2: well yes
0: he, he would make a great Luther yeah I was just he gonna, gonna say because yeah Luther.
2: you were talking about that like Mark Strong because that dude is a badass Ass and it's like that guy could give Luther oh man, I don't even know how to pronounce the word right, but it'd be awesome. Like, give it gravitas. That's the word. Yeah. It also could <laughs> like
1: like buff Luther when Luther like yeah, lifts weights yeah, no. later. Yeah, yeah. But just that intimidating
2: man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: We can't have Mark Strong play all the villains in the in the DC
2: universe now. Oh my I'm god, gonna say,
1: Mark Strong make him Black Manta. <laughs>
2: <laughs> could you imagine? It's no longer the Legion of Doom. The Legion of Strong. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so as you could tell, we all went and saw uh, Shazam in the movie theaters. Uh, we, Chris and I talked about it a little bit last week, but Rafa uh, was not here with us to talk about it, but sounds like he loved it too.
1: So there are a few things in this world that are as eloquent to the taste, to the touch, and to the sight as this movie. It's, it's that holiday flick because it is set during Christmas. So now we can say Shazam is our Christmas DC film. Oh this God, is true. That's
0: right. And you know why? It's because the DVD will come out around the time of Christmas. That makes perfect sense. Because it's like, this is April, and oh, you guys Martin are releasing genius.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> before this, what was our DC Christmas movie? And that was Batman Returns. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I right. remember that. So, so now Christmas we got film. that modernized t- t- take. And from watching the film, you know... I love seeing how other people love it. And I remember going onto like a Reddit thread, and one of the users talked about how it was a very, very nostalgic 80s film in the sense where, you know, it had that sense of adventure between friends, kind of like the Goonies, but at the same time had that wonderment and that empowerment and just all of those weird scenes and the crazy demons. And it just felt great. Like there was real magic to watching this movie. And the payoff at the end with with the family, which I'm not going to get into too many details with, perfect way to just sum up exactly how I felt about this movie
2: awesome yeah it was perfect like it, and it it was it, it had that childhood innocence the magic and then when you see the bad guys they are scary it was like oh man this is just like <laughs> like children of today or in in christmas today it's a christmas of future past or whatever it's called but like when they're staying home sick but you that's know it's going to be the perfect movie to watch yeah. <laughs> that's a good point but,
0: but you know what else is also great about that like just the way that you guys are describing it is that as a kid you could watch this movie and be like yeah those are the bad guys i'm supposed to be a little scared of them you know these are the good guys they're they're super good guys, you know, like yeah. they're they're over the top good guys. But then you can go back as, and watch it as an adult. Like if you go back and watch Witches as an adult, <laughs> and you're like, what was like watching as a child? Yep. Or watch uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh-huh. What watch that shit and be like. What the hell were they letting us watch? Like, this is scary <laughs> shit.
1: Like, like it, it's something that it, it goes across culture in that sense, right? With t- it's timeless. Yeah. And that's what I liked about this movie, too, is like, yeah, this could be a movie that could work in the 80s, but more so than anything, I mean, you have this kid who becomes a superhero, uh-huh. and what's the first thing they do? <laughs> Let's post everything on YouTube. That's right. Like, it <laughs> yeah. was perfect. It was great for what it did. So,
0: the, I guess that, that kind of brings me to something. I know we weren't going to talk too much about it, but uh, d- does Shazam work better
2: in a modern age than it did before. Honestly, I say, I think they did a great job because the trouble with Captain Marvel, as he used to be called, <laughs> he was
1: always set- I, I believe
2: you mean Captain Sparkle
0: Fingers. <laughs> yes. Or uh thundercrack.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a butt thing. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he farts Shazam. Um, but, Like, so anyways, whenever they dealt with that character, they always did set him back in the 40s. Yeah. They they made sure to give it that cartoony little face, the dimple chin, and gee whiz, golly shucks, and all that stuff. (laughs) Holy moly. Yeah, holy moly. (laughs) Holy moly, right? And like it was it was always set that way and not that it was bad but it was like even in the Shazam comic like it felt like Pleasantville right you know felt like I'm the guy trapped in Pleasantville but I think they did such a great job that they totally modernized him but they kept that that innocence of Captain Sparkle fingers you know like, right. and I think
1: what also really worked is from the source material right again Jeff Johns you know give him the Nobel Peace Prize because he just keeps writing amazing stories <laughs> but this man you know revamped Shazam in the new 52 yeah. And really gave us, you know, this idea of Billy Batson is trouble. That's right. And it has these elements of a modernized take on an old story that we've read again and again that it almost almost comes off as like, right, a playoff nose where you think to yourself, like, okay, this is too much. But then just, it's supposed to be cheesy. It's supposed to be over the top. And so I feel this is a story that, yeah, works best in later times. But when you're going to do a modernized take on it, you know when to put in the parts that make it feel childish and fun because that's what I think about it it's, it's wonderful whereas you know other movies can be seen as edgy or dark or have this kind of humor to them this movie was more a bunch of kids having fun the yeah. only thing the only thing that I felt was unrealistic was that, there wo- that the movie wasn't filled with F-bombs because kids <laughs> at that age yeah, right. every other word is <laughs> but, fuck
0: but they had every, every just about every other word of shit in this movie that like, is he true says, they say shit a lot they do <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was hilarious uh because jack dylan grazer i think is is he's an incredible young actor he really is who put play, he plays freddie Mur- uh, freddie Mercury, <laughs> freddie freeman <laughs> i think i said that last it week too twist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh freddie uh freddie freeman in the movie and he, he does an incredible job like i liked i've liked him in just about everything i've seen him in um, yeah same here yeah so and
1: talk about diversity because i hang out with that kid right like, i wish like when i was that old that like i had someone like that because <laughs> He portrays that like, oh, you're a weirdo kind of thing, but this is us. This is that kid that lives in a world where superheroes exist. But you know what? He also the authenticity, and he also
0: embraces it. He's he like, does. yeah, I am weird, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm cool with it.
1: He has a good sense of humor. Yeah. Like this is who you want to grow up to be. Yeah. And then, like, spoilers, of course, the ultimate show where he ultimately becomes um, Adrian Brody. No, Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Thank you. Hey. No, it was not. <laughs> not Adrian Brody. That the pianist is coming out there. But when he became him, it was just. Perfect he, casting. Perfect casting, but he just immediately knew how to fly. Yeah. Like, just on psychological levels. What well, does that tell the, you about well, the Well, that also goes back to
0: his, his his comment earlier about flight or invisibility. Those, those are the two. Like, which one would you take? And they say, people say flight because they want to be heroes because heroes fly. And and that's him. That's him the whole time. It's like, I want to be a hero. I've always wanted to be a hero. I, look, I love this stuff. And it's just like, it's awesome.
2: Yeah. No, I think they did. Like, honestly, and that's, that's a great point. Like there was so much growth and so much awesomeness in the power of Freddy, mm-hmm. because Freddy was always Captain Marvel Junior. Nobody really cares about you, you know. He was the lame Except for kid. Elvis. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, Elvis loved the shit out of him, you know. And, I mean, I, like this actually makes me want to go back. I think you read this one, and I want to put this on your read list. Um, trials. The Trials of Shazam. Yeah. Because that's when Billy has to step up and become the wizard. So, Billy's now trapped in the Rock of Eternity, and he has the he grand needs a powers. a new champion. So, now, yeah, his champion is Freddy, and Freddy's got to rise huh. up to the title.
0: That was a... I, I really enjoy that miniseries, I guess, if you want to call it, but... It hit, it did have that backlash of uh, Judd Winnick coming out and being like, "You're not reading my comic books right," and it's like you can't say that <laughs> to people, man. <laughs> like, it's just people are gonna get upset when you say something like that to them. But it's true, and I
2: think it also suffered from the whole uh, delays. Like it oh, had delays, yeah. so oh, yeah. well, because yeah, because didn't like it wasn't even finished, and then all of a sudden we have Freddie Shazam Injustice in Justice League crying Injustice. Yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, yeah, cry, yeah. For, cry, cry for, for Justice. justice. Yeah. yeah, and so, so I was like,
0: whoa. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Go and see Shazam. (laughs) I can't say it enough. It's worth your time. (laughs) It's worth your time. Uh, All right. So let's get to the spinner rack because we're going to talk about Shazam more later. Uh, Let's go ahead and talk about what is available to read today in your comic book stores.
2: All right. So it's a wonderful Wednesday at your local comic book shop. You better take your money and you better be prepared or not (laughs) so here we go coming from dc comics we have aquaman issue 47 we're getting ready for that big 50th issue anniversary that'll be coming up very soon batman issue 69 will be on the stands continuing the ever long saga of tom Kane, tom king not kane tom king um and i gotta say the variant cover by matina is freaking awesome like it is just this gothic looking dark oh night
1: it looks horrifying wow like yeah. if i saw that on the street that's why i know people are afraid of batman. <laughs> yeah
2: so that is the, yeah, that might be one that's worth picking up the two.
1: Oh,
0: i was gonna bring this up
2: a second ago but i'm gonna say it now think
0: about the idea of uh batman and shazam right so you got bruce wayne who becomes an orphan at a young age and you have billy batson who becomes an orphan at the yo- at a young age and the two different lives, like, Billy goes off to a foster home because he doesn't come from money like right. uh, like Bruce does, and Bruce, you know, ends up becoming the ward of uh, Alfred or whatever, you know, kind of thing. So that's, that's also interesting that DC did that.
2: That is a good point, yeah. It'd be kind of funny if they, like, because they can, why not? Like... Shazam pulls in Bruce Wayne and he's like you'll be my no you're too fucking angry to be get out of here <laughs> like he looks at that blue eye and the orb thing and it, like even it turns around like oh shit yeah it closes <laughs> off <laughs> we don't want to deal with this guy there's too much emotion there uh, but anyway so yeah so Batman 69 uh, this will probably be a slow issue because we're going to get building up to the city of Bane that's right that's going to lead us to the 75th issue so every issue counts Supposedly. So, so. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you about
0: this. Tom King has made that uh, comment about the his 100 his, issues his, of Batman, right? Batman Centennial, right? But there's a few issues in there that weren't his, right?
2: Yes. So which issues were those? So, um, like, if we go back to, like, like, I think he wrote it, but he doesn't include it so much. But, like, when they did that City of Mud or something like that, the one when, um, oh, God, Dr. Strange... Attack Batman with those giant people. Oh, okay. So like those don't really count. the The price doesn't count, um, and I don't know if he counts the button as well. I think he might not include those. Oh, okay. Because they were like grander scheme things. So I was like, well, I had to write them, but they're not part of what I wanted to write. Right. You know. So
0: that's why he's going to like one hundred four yeah, or something. Like one hundred
2: three, and even then, it's going to get bigger. But it's scary because he's doing a lot of Hollywood stuff. So I hope he doesn't. He's got he's going to finish it. Uh, I he, hope he doesn't so. seem like the kind of guy that wouldn't finish. Hey, would you say that about Kevin Smith? I would. Okay. Then, <laughs> <laughs> then you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I really hope he does finish it cuz I'm invested in this run, so I would love to see some stuff. Um, if you do want to see a happier time with Batman and Superman, there is the World's Finest the Silver Age Omnibus Volume 2. These stories are actually the first time we see a shared universe in the dc universe because granted yes you could argue wait a minute what about the you know the the uh, jsa and all those guys no those those comics really weren't as cotton like continuity conscious as they were in the others right uh because like it's funny i was thinking about this like the origin of wildcat the the street boxer and all that stuff right he gets it because some kid was reading green lantern so he picks up the comics like i should be a hero. Wow! And it's Like so, now you know Alan Scott's secret identity because <laughs> was <laughs> he based films? out of uh, out of Gotham? I don't think he was, but I could be wrong. Huh. Um, yeah, I know. Like in the modern origins, yeah, it's like fucking everybody was in Gotham, you know. Well, I mean, I know in
0: JSA, which I always contribute to, Jeff Johns. But you said last last week, you said is well, it John
2: was, Goyer, Goyer Johns and Robinson,
0: right? They were based out of what like, uh, New York, Greenwich Village, or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So.
2: So he might've been out of New York proper, but mm. I know they've definitely established that he was there. Cause it's like, Oh yeah. I trained this young kid, Bruce Wayne. I remember yeah, that's that. That's right. I remember that him <laughs> and, and black Canary. Yeah. Black Canary and even Catwoman too. They'll toss that in there. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Okay. Uh, Batman detective the rebirth deluxe edition volume 4 will continue the the new isu- issues of detective comics and rebirth uh, they've been pretty good stuff so I mean that's a good smorgasbord of stuff to get um, now we're gonna start seeing something called final printings so the Batman who laughs what? issues one two and three will get their final printing um, it sounds cooler Instead of saying like, "Oh, here's the fifth printing, the final printing," so obviously they're going to promote sales because it sounds like, "Oh, it's not going to be printed again."
1: Bullshit. Until shit, until we do our trade paperback, trade hard paperback, cover, deluxe edition, Hardcover with a DVD
0: omnibus, hard
2: cover <laughs> with a soft cover, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> hard cover yeah.
1: with the Batman Who Laughs mask. Ooh. Yeah, it, exactly. Side.
2: I could see them totally doing that because they did like DC collectibles. They're making these like one-sixth scale Batman cowl.s and it's like that could have been cool, but the fact that they can't even fit a human head—why would I buy these? Yeah, six you know? scale.
0: Who's gonna what? what yeah. is that gonna be for?
2: Man, yeah, like, what are you gonna do? Buy those like giant Barbie Ken dolls and like, yeah, <laughs> there we go. I can make I can make him Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. Beyond. Uh, anyways, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, this one's a neat one because I like this artist. So, DC Designer Series—they're gonna release their Green Lantern by Ivan Riaz statue. Ivan Riaz—he was the Green Lantern. Artist uh, right before Rebirth, so right after one more or one year later, and, and, and then he took us on to um, uh, Blackest Night and stuff like that. I think his yeah. Howl is a very definite Howl. He yeah, has so, a really
1: good Aquaman with Aquaman the Trench. That's true, too. Yeah, he, he
2: that guy can draw.
0: And, and be- definitely pick up those issues so that you can find out what the Trench movie is going to be about when they
2: make it. Yeah, cause yeah. I, I know I've always wanted that yep. movie somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Look, I'm just hoping it's going to be a Backdoor Challenges of the Unknown movie. Hey, I'd, I'd, I'd hope it's a backdoor to anything movie. <laughs> this might be one where I'm like, eh, I'm not worried about going to premiere night on yeah. that. I mean, no offense to the story, but it's just, there's, I'm not I'm not always fully invested in every character. Oh, right. I, there's like, no yeah. star in that. Yeah.
0: There's no star for that movie yet. They, they have no idea what the movie's going to be about other than The Trench.
2: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, Macaul- okay. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. yeah, there you go. He falls in when he was home alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, doomsday clock is gonna be getting some final printings. That's right, because you've read those issues so many times waiting for a conclusion. Uh. Issues one, two, and seven will get their final printings. So that tells me though, you need to go back and read issue seven. Something's in there because it's one, two, and seven. Batman Who Laughs is one, two, and three. So why not do one, two, three, four, five, six? You know, they could have done something, so why one, two, seven? So that's 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 on my radar. It's probably the covers. Uh, maybe. More but, than
0: anything, I bet you... What, what number are we on right now? Uh, nine? Nine, I believe. So, seven would have been, I want to well, say, the Marionettes boxing? Well, no, that
2: was the the Green Lantern cover with the blue moth on it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, that was a big one, so yeah. Okay, so I'm going to put this out there. It's, it's a big thing of conjecture. So, I was reading Bleeding Cool, and they were talking about the recent DC solicits that were dropped. And so, over in Superman, written by Brian Michael Bendis... Um, he's doing the unity saga which is basically dealing with the Superman family and how they've all been changed like Jonathan Kent is now a young man and, and Jor-El they don't know if they can trust him or whatnot. And, and and Lois she might be making a heel turn pretty soon here because it's going to be the year of the villain and so uh, part of the solicit talks about it's the story you've been waiting for a thousand years in the making so there's a huge hint that that could be Legion and Brian Michael Bendis is a huge Legion fan mm-hmm. and that's what kind of is weird because isn't Doomsday Clock supposed to be the story that brings it was supposed to bring Shazam, Legion and um, the JSA back to the DC Universe well it's taking too long so that's why they just said fuck it just do Shazam you know, because that was supposed to be a big moment in Doomsday Clock when you saw Black Adam because Black Adam, last time we saw him, and I know you just reread that, was uh, his, his new 52 appearance, he died. He became dust. Yeah, he said Shazam became his old self and died. Um, so that was supposed to be a huge big reveal, but it was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, Shazam's back, it's okay. We don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm wondering if we're maybe seeing the potential for rewrites, which I hope isn't happening. Um, So, yeah. So, anyways, go back, read issue seven, Doomsday Clock, and wait. Watch that clock. Just sit there and tick. It's nothing. (laughs) Uh, Heroes in Crisis is going to jump that bus as well. Uh, Heroes in Crisis issues two, three, and four will all be getting final printings as well. Uh, If you just want to read some fun, crazy mashup stuff, Injustice versus the Masters of the Universe hardcover. So, that's right. We're going to see an evil Superman versus He-Man cuz why not,
1: you know? Well,
2: that they're shit's doing got dark sighted it. <laughs> they're doing
0: Conan the Barbarian over at Marvel. We might as well bring on He-Man, I yeah. guess. I mean,
1: it's kind of like what we talked about last time. How does Conan fit one in a world of all superpowered people? And two, how does He-Man even compare to like evil Superman?
0: Right? right. Well, you know, I guess the only thing you can do is that does
1: uh, magic? The, I mean, yeah, yeah, the Sword
0: of Eternity and, and the Power of Grayskull are both, you know, Magic, so they can they can hurt Superman. But yeah,
1: see, I get that. Like some some of these crossovers are more believable. Like when we had the cast of Star Trek meet the Green Lantern Corps. <laughs> Makes sense. Like that can yeah, make sense. That was cool. But then seeing like Conan or or this happen, it's more like okay.
0: Well, you know who I blame? I blame all the people that but. Bought- uh, Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Cuz that doesn't make sense either and that oh. shit
0: they're doing that what we're on number 2 of that, we're right? We're getting
1: a third one. Oh, and
2: this one, Lord. this one, I'm actually kind of excited for it. They're going to blend the origins. So it's going to be like Splinter and Alfred are one. Oh god. And so Batman, a young Bruce Wayne, a young orphan raises his four little orphan turtles <laughs> and they become the Robins. So Nightwing is Leonardo. Um uh, Red Hood is Raphael. Raphael. Um, uh, Red Robin is Donatello. And Michelangelo no, and Damien <laughs> got mixed in there somehow. No. Just I guess probably because they're obnoxious. Red they're the Robin, obvious, Donatello. Because yeah, Donatello, the be computer Tim smarts, Drake, Tim yeah. Drake. Uh, anger, Raphael, and Jason.
0: Yeah, Damien and Michelangelo don't quite work.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it doesn't. It's just like, shit, we've got a fourth one. Make it happen. <laughs> Again, it
1: goes back to what you were saying earlier, Mitch. It's It's bad fan fiction. It is. <laughs> it's, bad, it's bad fan fiction. That it's transformed so, into a comic.
0: Does that mean that Batman and and,
2: and Daredevil were going to be related now, too? Dude, if they could get Marvel to play, I'd be so freaking happy.
0: So, I want to bring that up, is that, you know... Uh, for the longest time, Brian Michael Bendis has been with was with with was with Marvel, right?
2: I heard and, about that, yeah, yeah, something about that. <laughs>
0: but he had always put out those uh, April Fool's jokes, yeah. Like
2: Jeff Johns and I teamed up with Joe Quesada and Jim Lee, and we're going to draw the ultimate crossover. Yeah, exactly. So, it, it or hurts. he did
0: the. I think I know he didn't say that he was writing it, but he put out that picture of a. Uh, you remember those big. Um, Alex Ross, uh, I have a couple of them. It's the peace and all oh, those and, oversides, yeah, 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 and and stuff peace like on that. Earth and yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And he the
0: the joke was they're gonna do the the Wonder, which was the oversized Total one for the Wonder, Wonder Twins. Twins. Yeah. Now he's making Wonder Twins as a comic book, right? Yep. He he put out a joke that he was gonna do uh, Young Justice. Well, now he's doing that. He's doing Young Justice books. He did a couple years ago the joke of I'm bringing back the amalgam universe. So Dude. if he's making things come out by pure by pure force of will we
2: might get that again (laughs) i would be all over it. like i mean as much fun as the infinity warps were they were only half the fun of the amalgam universe (laughs) like i'm glad to see like i mean i love shit like that like yeah batman ninja turtles like honestly like this will be the fourth one even though they'll call it three Mm -hmm. because they did the animated series one and i thought that was cool like it was like okay you're you're gonna play in those respective worlds it's just it's fun i get it I, i i do understand that it could be bad fan fiction but, yeah, nothing is more exciting, though, than when you see these characters mashed together. The DC and Marvel Universe, like, oh, so good. Like, I was revisiting uh, DC versus Marvel All Access, So, that was the sequel to DC versus Marvel. And that's where we see the X Men versus Batman, and then the X Men versus the JLA, and then they amalgam them. And, you know, a Cyclops Green Lantern was actually published at some point. It's like, yes, that is pure gold right there. <laughs> But yeah, I just, I want so much more of that. So, dude, if we could get Amalgam too, hell yes. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Especially right now, like like Marvel is basically asking for it. Like, I don't know if you guys are reading Jason Aaron's Avengers, but he basically brought back the, um, oh, God, what are they called? The Supreme Power? Um, oh, uh, Squadron, Squadron Supreme. Supreme. So they're like the the, the the Squadron of America or something like that? Or really? the Supreme of America? Or <laughs> the Justice... Squadron, like basically, like he's just made them the JLA, and they're the ones that are going to save the Marvel universe. Nice. It's like, holy shit, dude! Like, they're just asking for it. And I think that'd be cool. Like, I like this is one of my best fights that I would love to see. I want to see Hyperion, who's a ripoff of Superman, mm-hmm. fight Ultraman, who's a ripoff of Superman. I want those two dudes to totally slug it out because they're mm. basically evil Superman. So, who's the bigger dick in the room? Like, that would be freaking awesome to see those guys just fight it out like crazy.
1: I want to see uh, Billy go on a date with Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers. Oh, <laughs> oh!
2: You know it could be funny. Play it up like those old, like, like. Uh, so Shazam goes on a date with Carol, but Billy has to go on a date with Kamala. Oh. How does he be at two places at oh, once? I like that.
0: <laughs> uh. All
2: right. So enough of that. Let's go back to the spinner rack. <laughs> Comics that are actually getting published. They're just not as fun. Uh, Justice League will be getting its 22nd issue. If you're a fan of the Bronze Age, Bronze Age of Justice League, then Justice League of America Volume 1 trade paperback will be out. The Commandy Challenge is now collected. Nightwing will be celebrating issue 59. Pearl, which is part of Brian Michael Bendis' um, Wonder Comics, she'll be hitting her eighth issue there to see what's going on in in, in her situation. Um I believe that book, they're going to do it as like a season, and also this is going to be tying into Superman and Action Comics. So if you're getting ready for that Leviathan crossover, I think you should be reading this book as well. Uh, Shazam issues one and two will be getting second printings. Please don't confuse those with final printings. (laughs) And Teen Titans comes to issue 29. Now if we go to the other side of the fence and we head on over to Marvel Comics, um, Age of X-Man is still continuing, so we will have Next Gen issue 3 of 5, Amazing Nightcrawler issue 3 of 5. And I hear that one's going to be fun because it's actually going to have Nightcrawler versus Mystique. So who would win in a fight? So that'd be kind of fun. I'm curious to see how that goes down.
1: Doesn't like Nightcrawler, he has like pirate powers?
2: He's definitely, like, I know growing up he was definitely, like, a fan of
1: Earl Flynn, so that's where he learned, like, the swordsmanship. I just think back to, I don't know what it was. It was something where he, I think it's after he died he comes back, but he has a sword. Oh, the pirate ship and all that stuff?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. He, I mean, he'd, he'd
0: always been like, I love the swashbuckler kind of life kind of thing. So it, it makes sense that he would, he's going to lean heavily into that. But Makes sense. Especially well, I, when he was like in uh, Excalibur. Like he was, he uh, always carried a sword and stuff like that. That's true. Yeah.
2: Well, and I always loved when he would use his tail. Yeah. He was like, the man could fight three people with a sword because his, his arms and his tail. I was yeah. like, that is so
1: cool. And I feel like Mystique is like Black Ops trained for some reason yeah. She, she just knows all kinds of different martial arts and just. Got, uh, like she's like the John Wick of the. <laughs> that's very true. Marvel, Marvel Universe she is
2: like you give her a spoon, she could kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, oh, okay. We're going to some more second printings. Amazing Spider-Man issue sixteen and 16.hu issue seventeen will be all second printed. So I believe, if I remember correctly, those will be kicking off the uh, Hunted story arc. Issue 19.hu will be released this week. So that'll continue on the uh, everlasting story of Hunted. I was excited for this story. Now I'm just tired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it's going to go like, I think it started at issue 16 and it's going to be double booked. So 16 and then the hu issue, 17 and hu issue all the way up to like 24. It's like, fuck, man. I'm tired of even reading the solicits for that. (laughs) Uh, Amazing Spider-Man issue 252 will be getting a face smile edition. And this is the one that introduces introduces us to the new Spider-Man where he is in the black costume. So that was definitely one of those exciting issues you wanted to read as a kid. Well, now you'll be getting a full throttle reprint of it. So um, that'll be very exciting. I'm curious. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of buildup. I mean, we do have a Spider-Man movie coming out. And this is the 80th anniversary of Marvel, but I I, I feel like maybe there is going to be some kind of symbiote. I don't know. I I could be wrong because, like I said, it is the 80th anniversary of Marvel, and it's like, hey, that was one of the biggest Spider-Man issues. It was the first time we really changed this costume. But it's like maybe we will see something. But then again, maybe they're just building it up since we're getting the Spider-Man Noir costume Mm -hmm. in the movie. So I don't know. But it's exciting to think.
0: I don't really feel like that's noir and far from. Oh, home. It's, it's not. It's it, but, but it's no, just you're like right. It looks close. To it. Yeah, yeah. It's got the goggles and stuff yeah. like that. So, but it. it I mean, it does. It, to the me, it's just more of a st- <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's more of a stealth suit. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. Uh, Let's see. Avengers No Road Home will finally come to its conclusion. Part 10 of 10 will be released. And in case you were missing some of the issues, issues four and five will be getting a second printing. Daredevil issue one will be getting a third printing. I'm so excited to announce that. Uh, The second print cover is very beautiful. It features the Mark Chichero art. Uh, This one will also feature that and Daredevil will be nicely in color and the rest of the background will be in black and white. Uh, and then we also get spoiled because Issue 4 will be coming out as well. That series, I cannot rant and rave enough about it, so do yourself a favor pick it up. Doctor Strange by Donny Cates. His whole entire run will be collected in a hardcover. So if you enjoyed the crazy world that he made for Doctor Strange, which is already pretty strange, he did some cool stuff. Uh, he was the one who gave us the... Um, Gosh, that crossover, I can't think of it. Damnation. Mm. So definitely it'll be exciting to see some of the stuff there. Guardians of the Galaxy will hit their fourth issue. We're going to finally start finding out more about Gamora and where she's been. Incredible Hulk issue 15 and Invaders issue 2 will be getting a second printing. Iron Man Epic Collection will be on volume 3, The Man Who Killed Tony Stark. So if I remember, this era is, I think this is the first time where we find out, or not we, but the rest of the Marvel Universe finds out that Iron Man basically lives in an iron lung. So that'll be very exciting to see some of those old school adventures. Uh, Iron Man Heroes Return, the complete collection, volume one. This is a great run of Iron Man. I think it's very underappreciated. Um, so they had the whole Heroes Reborn, which flopped. And so they brought him back. And the Heroes Return was fantastic. Kurt Busek was on this one. And I believe Shen Chen was, Sean Chen was the artist on this one. It was a very beautiful Iron Man armor. Uh, just a lot of great stuff about that. So I highly recommend reading that run. The Magnificent Miss Marvel issue two will be released. Major X issue two of six will be released. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think this book's going to count. I just, I feel like Marvel's like, yeah, sure. Rob, Deadpool's feel, hot. Yeah, Deadpool's Do something, cool. You know? Cre- create and, a new guy for yeah, us. It's like, yeah, hey, here's Major X, the grandson of Scott Summers, the child of Cable. It's like, <laughs> eh, the Summers family. I mean, I love the Summers family, but I'm like, I don't see myself like, oh, shit, I got to run out and buy this because it's just like... This is like inserted continuity comics but like trying to insert itself like yeah you could totally like if you go back and read you know new mutants 87 and then major x number one the art style and everything's going to be the same it's like no dude you're just you're living in the past (laughs) (laughs) for somebody who could time travel the future he stays in the past for a long time a long time Uh, marvel comics presents issue two will be getting a second printing marvel spider-man city at war part two will be out of the six-part miniseries featuring the playstation spider-man that everybody loves
1: it's a good Spider Man. It is.
2: Yeah. No, this this has been a fun read. Like if you want to get like it's a it's a great Spider Man that's not bogged down by continuity. Yeah, I completely like, agree. Like it's got all the mythos and it's just not bogged down by you continuity. Could try some new
1: things. Yeah. yeah so, make out with Felicia Hardy a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and make yeah. out with Silver Sable. My then eye. Mary Jane. Maybe make out with uh, Miles. Who else? Yeah. Some people. Some people want to be into that.
0: Your, yeah. uh, Peter Parker is a little bit of a slut, man. <laughs> hey, that's
1: 2019,
2: right? They don't call him spectacular for nothing. Uh, Meet the Scrolls, issue one will be getting a second printing, and issue three will be released. Miles Morales, Spider-Man, issue five is out. Old Man Quill, issue four of twelve will be out. Uh, I'm excited for that one because I think this one shows us some of the uh, how the old man universe is built. So, like, we mm-hmm. see some of the deaths of some of the famous heroes in this one. Uh, Spider-Man 2099 versus Venom 2099 is collected and and repackaged as a trade paperback. Spider-Man Life Story Part 2 of 6. I want you to buy that comic. It is so great. Uh, One of my favorite Elseworlds is Superman Batman Generations and it's basically the DC Universe growing up in real time. So it starts 1938 and we see how it ages. This is the same universe. Well, not this is the Marvel Universe version of that. Same idea. I love it. I think it's great because like issue one, spoilers, but hopefully you you read it. Um, We're going to see Civil War because Iron Man quickly jumps into Vietnam and he's like, yeah, I'm ready to help out. So Captain America goes in, but he's actually siding with the people. So Mm. I think we might Ah. see Civil War set in the Vietnam War. That's going to be nuts. Um, There's a lot of Star Wars books that will be coming out, and I'm going (laughs) to gloss over that. (laughs) Thor will be hitting issue 12, so that'll definitely be part of the uh, War of the Realms series. Tony Stark, Iron Man issue 10 will be out. True Believers, these are the $1 reprints, so these are definitely the books you want to get. One of them is called Avengers Endgame, number one. So during the original solicits, we had no clue what was going to be reprinted in that, and now we have at least a cover image. So it's basically reprinting Avengers issue 71, and that's, if I remember correctly, I think that's actually the first appearance of the invaders. Because the Invaders, while they were Golden Age heroes, they weren't a Golden Age team. Right. They were recreated in the, the Marvel Age of comics. So there's one of those. Uh, um, oh, go ahead.
0: Let me ask you this about the War of Realms. Are we in the War of Realms, or is it still yes, just the Road to issue two? one has happened. Okay. So this is a, a Thor-centric crossover? Yeah. I always find like they try and do these like Thor crossovers, and I, I don't know, they just never feel like they hit. No. Because I think they don't know how, like, I think there are certain writers that do know how to write Thor, but I just don't think they know how to make it so that he's more widely popular, I guess,
1: is a good way to put it. Yeah, and I guess that's hard because Thor, you guys, he's got the whole Baroque thing going on, right? Mm -hmm. It's grand, it's mystical, it's powerful, it's very old English. But the best Thor that we've seen in adaptation has been Chris Hemsworth's Thor Ragnarok. Right? Ragnarok, yeah, because even the first
0: two movies aren't even that. And even you know that
1: one, I mean, a majority of that movie is basically cyberpunk. Yeah. So I think putting him in like situations where he's just the clear outlier are the ones that are going to work the best. Right. Because what was the other one? The other one was um, was it Fear itself? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, that's right? very
0: Thor centric. So besides
1: that, I mean. The other time it was like we saw Siege when Sentry went full crazy. And yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think it's hard because Chris Hemsworth has done so much for the character at this point. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, Thor is still that long-haired. Right. Come with me, ye all. Let's <laughs> do this. And I don't know. How well that still translates for most people,
0: like, and that's what I'm trying to get. At. Like, I don't exactly know what War of the Realms is supposed to be about, but I still don't care. Like, it does. It yeah. doesn't seem like a crossover that I really, yeah. want, I'm really into. No,
2: I, I agree. Like, I'm very much. I, I love these types of things, and this is the first crossover that I'm not buying. Like, I'm not going to actively participate. Uh, the only issue that I care about is the champions one, when Old Scott meets the the champions, and that'll be kind of exciting. But yeah, it's like. What are the realms? You know, like and I'm sure if I'm reading the Thor and Avengers books, I'll get to see all that stuff. But yeah, this isn't a really exciting one. Um, so,
0: what would you guys do to do a, a Thor crossover to, that would that would hit with like a four quadrant?
1: I do the exact same thing, only I'd make it Doctor Strange focused. So it'd be War of the What Realms? Is that what it's called? Yeah, War of the Realms. War yeah. of the Realms. So Doctor Strange, and then Thor is like his backup dude, who's just the one that's been to these places. going to be like a buddy cop, right? And we kind of get a, sen- a sequence of how it works from him with Doctor Strange keeping Thor grounded. Huh. And he's just going like, what's going on? It's like, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> so I mean, I feel like that's the only way that I can make it work. Other than that, it's like, eh. okay.
2: No, that, that's actually a great way to tackle it because I think that's how Thor works best because Thor kind of suffers the same problem as the Green Lantern Corps. Like when you use, like, it's, it's hard to be like, oh, Asgard, the land of many Thors, <laughs> you know, like... How does this place deal? How do we, you know, how do we care about it? Now I know Thor was supposed to be special. You know, he's got that belt that doubles his strength. He's obviously very mighty and worthy because he's got Mjolnir. But right now he doesn't even have his arm. I think he's missing his left arm, and he doesn't have Mjolnir. Right. So it's like, how do you do that? So yeah, it's it's you play it off differently. I I hearken back to when they were trying to do Thor in space. So I think that would be neat. Like maybe have him go to other planets and like learn about what they believe gods are and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, I also I'm not do what especially. they
1: did with super. Man, like when they came out with dude bro Superman right have him depowered wow. have him shave his head have him be on the streets of San Francisco and the people will call him out like what you say and then just fighting bad guys yeah there you go
2: that, yeah I'd very read very that
1: Brandon Thor
0: is Asgard a thing right now I, I don't remember the last time I, I remember seeing his Asgard was destroyed so I think
2: it is yeah back. same here I think it is back
0: okay well I, I guess I would do and I'm glad that you brought up Green Lantern Corps because I would bring up Thor Corps like I would literally like yeah. be, have him chip off pieces because of, when when was Thor the most popular? When Jane Foster was Thor, like most like most recently, yeah. right? Yeah, she, she was a, a super popular Thor. So do that again, where it's like, all right, I'm gonna give pieces of Mjolnir to a bunch of different people, and they're all we're gonna share
2: the. I guess I'm doing a little bit of Shazam, but it's the share no, of the I power. Like Thor. That. Yeah, oh, yeah, that could work. You, like. you could. You you bring back the War Thor, who was. Um, oh, who was the the big guy from the Warriors Three? Oh, uh, uh shoot. Volsstag. Volsstag. Yeah. So he was the War Thor. You bring in Better Ray Bill. You you bring in um, Thunderstrike. You can Thunder bring back strike, yeah, yeah Eric Masterson you know, like, again. You have all them, and it's like the Thor core. There you go. You know. And then just
1: incorporate Rocket somehow. Give him a gun. Okay. <laughs> he's just like, you always have to have that one outlier character. Yeah. That's yeah, part works. of the team, but it's like, why are you here? Yeah. It's like he's part of the family. Shut up. Yeah. He's got so a gun
2: yeah, that, that shoots hammers. <laughs> that's
0: literally what I, I would do. Like the, I'd call it like the Searching or something. You know, like just have them out go up against you want to bring in Dr. Strange you have Dormammu's coming in. He's like, Dr. Strange is like, I need help. Give yep. me some Thor. Like, give me some Midgard or some Asgard power. Like, I don't know. That's just, that's, that's just what I would do. And then you introduce a, n- a new person, like out of, because you're already getting Eric, you're doing Jane, you're doing Beta Ray Bill and Volstagg and, you know, all that stuff. So then you get one more, like, new person. He's like, this is, this person has been deemed worthy of the power of Thor. Ooh. So, yeah. I
2: don't know. No, that'd be fun. Like, yeah, it's, Like when they when they definitely go full Asgard, it doesn't make it as exciting. Right. When they just have it as an element, I think it's a lot more Mm. exciting. It's grounded. It's believable. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Sorry. No. No. That's fine. Uh, Let's see. Um, uh, The True Believers will be collecting Infinity Gauntlet issue six, which will be called Avengers Thanos Final Battle. So that's how we learn how they beat him during the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, they got the gauntlet off of him. Gamora played a big part. Not Gamora. Um, Nebula played a huge part in that one. Mm. So I think that's going to be some spoilers there. And then there's one more book called Avengers, the Gatherings, The Gatherer Saga. Uh, so that reprints Avengers issue 343. What was exciting about that issue is not much. I don't know. They're going to reprint <laughs> it for a dollar, so pick it up. Uh, let's see. Uh, War of Realms issue two will be out. Uh, There's a buttload of variants. War of the Realms Punisher, part one of three, will be out. I think this one will definitely be kind of fun to read. War of the Realms War Scrolls, number one, will be out. Uh, This one, if I remember correctly, this one's going to be the one... um, Jason Aaron is actually writing uh, a piece of this story because it's going to collect three stories in one. So we're going to see what happens when Daredevil can see all of Midgard with Malak... Um, with Hemidal's vision. Oh, he wow. Gets that. So he's going to be the guardian of Hell's Kitchen. Um, and then we're going to get a Howard the Duck story by Chip Zardaski. And I think there was one more, but I can't tell. But, yeah, that'll be exciting to see, like, a, a, a guardian daredevil like that. Um, and then we've got West Coast Avengers issue ten, which will be counting down towards that story going down. And then Wolverine's Infinity Watch, part three of five. I don't know if anybody still cares about that book. <laughs> and that's what's on your spinner racks. Ooh. Well, there's definitely a lot of there's
0: a lot of books to look forward to, or go out and
2: read, whichever way you do it. Yeah. Well, I definitely, like I said, go get that Spider-Man Life Story. That one. <laughs> it's just beautiful. It's got Mark Bagley art as well. Ah, oh, just, just. So good. Just good stuff. So good.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Well, then that brings us to, uh, I mean, unless there's a, is there any particular book you either one of you would like to uh, spotlight right now and be like, this is what you've been reading?
1: Mostly, I'm, I've been reading a lot of uh, Boom's uh, Buffy mm-hmm. series. Uh, currently, I'm at the point where uh, issue number four comes out this weekend. I'm excited for that because it's a reimagining, retelling of a 90s, early 2000s story but modernized for 2019 and it's been fun it's been exciting it's been wickedly great and on top of that also you know I've been reading uncanny so uncanny comes out and i just want to see scott do more good things and maybe punch captain america in the face we'll see when that happens <laughs> just maybe i'm down for that
2: <laughs>
0: uh how about you chris
2: uh let's see i've just been kind of reading stuff here and there uh winter soldier that that mini series that just recently came to a conclusion that was a deep ending Uh, because I like the idea that Bucky is like, you know what, I'm going to try to help people who either got used like I did or chose to be a bad guy but don't want to do it anymore. So he's helping them escape and relocate and all these things. And so he finds this kid, RJ, who's basically a mini version of himself. And RJ's dad comes back, and the dad's just a scumbag. He plans on using RJ. Of course, you have the big fight between RJ's dad and Bucky, and it leads to RJ's dad's dying. And of course Buck's first instinct is like, I'm just gonna bury the body and be like, Your, your old man left, you know? And <laughs> Sharon's like, Yeah, there's a reason you contacted me. You know that's the bad thing to do, right? Yeah. And,
1: there's ways we do things. Yeah,
2: and but it was just, man, to like to see that conclusion, uh, the way it played out, like those last bits between Bucky and RJ, it was just so sad because there's a there's a beautiful line in there where it's like it, I, I, I can't quote it as well because I don't have it in front of me, but it was like the difference between helping somebody and saving somebody. And like when Sharon says that to Buck and he just like breaks down and cries because he's like, you know, it's like, I I, I, it, I mean, you can interpret it however you want, but it's like, did Buck really even help this kid? Because he sure didn't save him. And it's like, man, that is just such a a hard issue to read. But it was a great book. So, yeah.
0: All right. Uh, I don't think I, ha- I I read the the latest issue for me of Heroes in Crisis. So uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this right now. <laughs> what happened in it? it? the The issue was the one where uh, Harley and Booster are fighting each other, and Boo Beetle and Batgirl are just okay. kind of like talking about it. On so the you're side. caught up. Am I? Is, well, yeah, there's that. a new one that came out today, oh, right?
2: That's the that's the newest one. Oh, there was a reprint that came yeah, out reprints. today. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I like that was like. I feel like we need to be further along in the story at this point. <laughs> like I feel like something because they're dropping this this whole thing about Wally West being five years or five days older than he should be, kind and of his thing. His dead body is older than us. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, what is well, what does that mean? What does it exactly mean? um obviously time travel but
2: this was supposed to be the original ending it was only supposed to be a seven issue mini then it got expanded to nine issues Ah. so it's like huh what does that what does that mean okay
0: well like i said uh, i I, i'm still happy with it i just feel like it should be further along at this point if we only got two more issues left uh but who knows what you know that's what they kind of be doing. They kind of be doing. Wow. That's what they've been doing lately <laughs> with the DC comics. I feel like like metal was a big part of it. It was like, yeah. here's a build up, build up, build up, build up, and then in, in.
1: And then like, just one, yeah. one issue of, okay, quickly, let's make it, finish
0: it. D- done. Yeah, exactly. So oh, okay.
1: it's, uh,
2: it's, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but yeah, okay. So Shazane. I was happy to see Beetle though in action. I know <laughs> he got cheesed out, but it was still awesome to see him. Because okay, all right, I'm gonna throw this one out there. I've had this fear in my head, like Ted Cord. Nobody's really talking about that. And like I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that Tom King wants to do something more with Ted Cord because, like, what does a panic attack feel like? What does a heart attack feel like? Terrible. Yeah, and Ted Cord has had multiple heart attacks. Like, he's had heart attacks while he was out fighting, and it's like, I'm sure he probably just was like, oh, that's just me being nervous or some shit. Like, dude, there's a lot of ground to do something, to explore, to talk about with what happened with Ted during all that stuff. Like, how does a normal man who didn't even want to really be a superhero, but just had this legacy thrust upon him, is responsible for the death of somebody... How does a normal man be a superhero in that world when even his own body can't keep up with it? Like, he doesn't whoa. have the
0: benefit of years and years of training like bat, like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I well, just.
1: Well, maybe, maybe he'll get the Mr. Miracle treatment in a year or so. Dude, I hope so. I hope so. I want it. I, I, I need, need it. that.
0: <laughs> okay. So, uh,. Shazam! Like we were saying, it's a great movie. If you don't know the story, it's young orphan boy Billy Batson is deemed worthy of the power of being Earth's Mightiest Hero, or I'm sorry, Earth's Mightiest Mortal. Earth's Mightiest Hero is an Avenger. Uh, by the the wizard Shazam, used to be that he called himself Captain Marvel. He would have to yell the name Shazam to get his powers. Now, because of litigation and just brand. Continuity. They they don't Copyrights. call him. Yeah, they don't call him Captain Marvel anymore. So he just goes by Shazam, which is difficult to introduce yourself when that's your magic word. So uh, that's kind of a side note. That's all tangential. <laughs> we wanted to see what would that look like in the Marvel Universe proper. Uh, who would be deemed worthy? Who uh, would uh, who the is Wizard the Shazam mightiest? say? Who's the champion? Yeah. Who's the mightiest Earth's mightiest mortal of the Earth's mightiest heroes? Uh, now we didn't go with hey let's take uh, a character that we don't know and just give them new new powers. We went with characters that are already involved in the Marvel universe, kind of thing. And then for an act, act or an extra challenge, give them new gods, so to speak, quote unquote gods to uh, get their power from. Because if you know it, it's uh, Shazam stands for well with Billy it stands for uh, the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules. The stamina, of, stamina Atlas. of Atlas. I always forget if it's Atlas first or Achilles first. So, so stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury. Now, uh, and then thus makes him Earth's Mightiest Mortal. Um, when going into the Marvel Universe, maybe you don't want to use the Greek gods because Greek gods are pretty much a staple in... Uh, Marvel Universe like uh, Ares and Hercules are both been a part of the Avengers kind of thing so uh, you might not want to do that but I think we came up with some interesting ideas and uh, I can't wait to hear what you guys have to do so
1: would you like to go first Rafa? I would. Ladies and gentlemen, take us back to 2016. Oh, so far. And we have the Fantastic Four. And they are hanging out in the negative zone and Mr. Franklin Richards, young kid that he is, accidentally pops open a dimension and what does he find? He finds the rock of eternity. As soon as that happens, boom, smoke, shakalaka, everything happens and chaos is brought upon the earth. In this case, Once they go to the Rock of Eternity, Doom, for whatever reason, is there with them, and they realize that only magics can be used to save this world. So what does he do? With the Fantastic Four, they come together, and they need a champion for magics in order to take on this new threat. Whatever it be, I don't know yet. It could be something cosmic. I was thinking about maybe having Dormammu do something with the Rock of Eternity. I don't know yet. But basically... They call upon Valerio Richards to have the powers of Shazam. But in this case, it would be the wisdom of, Rich, uh, of Reed Richards, nice. the strength of Ben Grimm, the stamina of Sue, the power of doom, the courage of Johnny, and the speed of Franklin. And there would be a cute little scene where they give... Her, these powers, because they come become manifested to have these, to give to her. So whenever she transforms, they're all inside the Rock of Eternity and it's kind of like a siphoning of their energy so she becomes their champion, right? Because the whole family then Right, right. And there's gonna be this whole thing like, oh, I have all these powers. What should I call myself? And then instead of her like trying to create some kind of a name out of their names, she just goes, I'm going to go with Shazam because it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes off and she fights all of these evil monsters and powers. I think it'd be cool because when we talk about the Marvel Universe, Marvel's first family, the Fantastic Four, uh, Fantastic Four Shazam is all about the power of family and coming together. Yeah. And so for me... My original thought process was, give it to Franklin, you know? But Franklin is this already over-Omega-level power. He's super
0: powerful. So, you know,
1: and I want to go with that girl power, right? Let's have Valeria go in. Let's have her become this very powerful entity. And then having to utilize the power of these magics and Doom being forced to kind of hang out with the family in order to have her be their champion. I don't know if this would be something that would continue on. I'd be thinking, like, maybe a four-issue little story where they're forced to utilize these magics to to stop an overall threat but that's kind of what i was thinking just i don't see enough love for valeria and i feel like the last time we saw her being used really was in secret wars with Mm. with god doom yeah but even then she didn't really do much so does she have her own set of powers she is super smart and then i think she became a marvel girl for a little bit didn't she
2: i I don't know i can't remember so
1: and during that part she had some powers but for the most part it's just the
0: and Super Franklin's dark. powers have been pretty dormant, haven't they? Yes. What's he go by? Silor? safety.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's been called because uh, Recently, they think him, he's gone by Powerhouse.
0: Oh, because I remember it was MC2. I think he went by Psylord. I think I'm not so, sure. yeah. But well, Powerhouse. I,
2: was, hmm. I always remember one of my favorite moments. And I thought I was on the cutting edge of comics. And then they released them. They were chrome covered. So you know they were like the best things <laughs> to get. Right. Um, Gen X had just been released, and what was the companion series to it? Fantastic Force! <laughs> Force. that's, that's right. right. Franklin Richards, grown up as a man, gets his group put together, and they're just out there to do some amazing <laughs> badass
1: shit with chrome covers. <laughs> to me, I feel this would be a story that would only work as glorified fan fiction. Because, I mean, if it was written right, it could be done right, but at the end of the day, I think what would make this work is I just imagine Valeria trying to understand from a sign. Science- scientific perspective how these powers work and how the power of their families, what the rock of eternity actually is. And then just what I'm really seeing is when she's fighting, we get cutback scenes because like I'm a big fan of Power Rangers. So whenever, you know, the Power Rangers are inside the Zord and they're fighting monsters, mm-hmm. there's always cutback scenes to Zord on Alpha in the command center. Right. So just imagine Valeria kind of she's not a she's not a Zord, but she's out there fighting people and like, oh look at these powers. And then just all of them are sitting in the seats and trying to talk to each other. Right? Like, no, Valerie, that's not a good idea to do this. Like, just let her read. She's, <laughs> she's so much smarter than you. Like, I'm, don't make me come over there, Doom. Like, I just yes. imagine that like, quip, and I think it'd just be fun, fun, fun. That's what I was in. Let for. me. Uh, let
0: me also ask you this: Does she changed form when she when she yells she out the Shazam. yes be, so she, she becomes get like Zena warrior woman oh super. wow
1: I want there to be a callback scene where she's just like fighting alongside Thor and she flexes on him <laughs> and her muscles are just bigger than his yes.
2: yeah <laughs> nice
0: <laughs> uh, I love it that's 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 great so
2: yeah well, I like that you kept that childhood innocence. Like That's what's going to be neat. And I really feel like that's where Franklin could also have like his Freddy moment. Like He would be that guy who's like, oh my God, you're a superhero. This is awesome. <laughs> it's like,
1: your mom and dad are superheroes. But my sister's a superhero. This is so much cooler. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it goes back to that magic and wonder of what Shazam entails. Because this is a very grown up family who you know see the end of the world many times and you know Valeria she's really intelligent and she thinks with a very stoic type mindset and so just to see her engage in these powers I think that could be fun to show that that childhood come out of her because she is a kid mm-hmm. and I think that was what was very important for me
2: nice all right chris your turn all right so the rock of eternity for some reason winds up in the marvel universe the wizard Shazam is confused and when he calls forth the power of the gods so remember the first champion, Black Adam? Black Adam. Richard. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yep, That's what we're going to get. We're going to get the – I knew you guys were going to go heroic, so I decided to play – I'm going to play it to the villains on this one. Usually this is the Mitch thing, so <laughs> I'm, is I'm stealing your thing. Um, so Shazam. So the acronym stays in place, of course, and we get um, a young orphaned lad, and he gains these new powers, and he gets the fire manipulation of Surtur. The reincarnation of Hela, the stamina of Ares, the precognition of Zeus, the manipulation of molecules of Apocalypse, and the chaos of Mikubishi, the Japanese god of chaos. So these evil (laughs) gods of the Marvel Universe have been lucky enough to stumble on onto the Rock of Eternity. So they share their power to help them escape and also basically a lot of these have ties to either Thor or the Avengers and obviously Apocalypse having that tie to the X-Men but they have a lot of ties to their families and plans being destroyed by the heroes Avengers or X-Men. So they want to create their own mighty monster and that monster will be given form to Parker Robbins. Parker Robbins. So instead of gaining the hood, he's now going to get one sixth of all these evil gods, their power, so he can go out there and do some crazy ass stuff.
0: Wow. That's pretty incredible. Parker Robbins.
2: Yeah, so i thought i thought i'd go that route like i want to and i like that too because it also i thought it'd be kind of a neat look because now shazam like he wears the hood that was never that a thing yeah. Yeah, so that kind of was like oh parker robbins he does that hood <laughs> stuff too so there you go and park yeah parker robbins
0: you know he gets his current uh, iteration of him gets his powers from uh, th- uh norse runes so he, he, you're keeping him in the magic realm which is pretty awesome
2: yeah, yeah. pretty it, awesome. Uh, so I thought I'd play it that way. And yeah, I does, just he want to the, does he still get the Does he
1: still guns? Um, I, I, Magical ooh. guns. Do they <laughs> shoot lightning? <laughs>
2: there you go. That's what it's going to be. He's gonna lightning, let, from you know, yeah. <laughs> lightning from my guns. Lightning from my guns. Exactly. That's what he'll do. He'll be standing up there on the art center just shooting out lightning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's that's how I decided. Like I said, I figured it'd be kind of neat to... Because at first I was thinking about it and this one brought me back to going back to kind of like amalgams-ish. They actually had... Um, it was during one of the I think it was during the Unlimited Access so they had Captain America and CM3 were amalgamed and they made Captain America Jr. That's right. So it was Freddie Rogers and I loved it because all throughout the book like we don't get to see I don't think we get the acronym or whatnot but he'd be like by the honesty of Lincoln oh by the trickery of Nixon right. I and remember all these that. little yeah. things. So, yeah. Okay yeah. for
1: some reason I thought you were going to say the trickery of John Wilkes Booth. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nixon was far, far trickier. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that's you know that's so. Then I I give you this because Teth Adam and Black Adam don't really look that much different. So when Teth yeah. Adam calls down the the Power of Shit Sam, he doesn't. He doesn't really change all that much, right? Does Parker Robbins change? Does he get? Does he become older? Does he look bigger?
2: I kind of want to make him like, yeah, he's he's gonna because to me and like, I mean, I know they've drawn him more like he's a man nowadays. I'm playing it with it and being a younger kid, okay. And so he's just gonna have like, cause see, what's been fun is the family and the imagination of childhood. I want mine to focus on the anger of childhood, like oh, how okay. does this kid fo- like kind of like like Jason Todd, you know, where it's like you know you've been left as an orphan you don't want to go into the system and it's like it's real easy to have been that kid because if what if billy didn't get picked up by that family you know where would he go how would things have been right. what if he what if he met his mom before he found his family you right. know so it's like with parker robbins like he knows his parents are scum and he's just like screw the world it's been nothing but a jerk to me and then now it's like oh man i have the power to change the world well, change is a great word, but it doesn't always mean it's a good thing. That's true.
1: That's true. Uh,
0: all right, so we got we have a hero, we have a villain. Now it's I guess it's my turn. So the the seven deadly sins they they know that they can't do anything on DC Earth. Like they they, they can't do it. They've been defeated every time. So they found a back back door, so to speak. They're like, we can go to this other realm. We can go to this other world. We can d- we can destru- do destructive hap- uh destructive. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for anyways <laughs> we can destroy shit there <laughs> yes. Uh, and after they leave the, you know uh, the Wizards of Zan's like oh no uh, you know I have another realm that I have to go protect so he he makes his way to uh, the Rock of Eternity makes his way into the Marvel Universe and well, I need to find my champion here because Billy Billy has his own job to do in uh, the DC Universe so with that as uh, the Rock of Eternity is in 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 uh The atmosphere a rocket comes flying past them and uh i'm 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 going to the same well as you did rafa uh it's the fantastic four rocket but it's before they're known as the fantastic four it's just it's reed it's reed it's sue it's uh johnny and it's ben as they fly off into the that mission that will eventually give them the powers that they that they want Time. Or that no more cosmic had. rays
2: now you get well, That's right. Well the Imagine. cosmic rays
0: <laughs> throw off the ship and you know they're about to die and as it's, it's, it's almost it's like the subway that Billy's on. you know everything right. starts to slow down and then no one's around. So Reed gets onto the rock of, e- of eternity and, and uh, uh, the wizard of Shazam's like, hey, you, your your, your wonder, your, your, your exploration, your need to know shows that you are worthy of the power of Shazam. But Reed doesn't believe in gods. He doesn't believe in, <laughs> in religion. So he, he pulls his strength from other scientists. So other oh. scientists in the world. That's that's where I'm going with mine. So it's Reed Richards gets the explorer explorer feeling of Carl Sagan, the willpower of Stephen Hawking, the philosoph- philosophical mind of Aristotle, the ingenuity of Paul Zemech Zem Zemechanic. <laughs> Yeah, I had to stretch with that one. <laughs> uh, the or experimentation of Archimedes and the forethought of Lise Meitner. So wow. uh, I hope all that was caught because uh, everything just kind of... Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, all that was... Uh, all these are different scientists throughout the years and Reed is going get to get all that knowledge in him. He's already super smart. This is just going to boost him so now he will be... He'll have the, the, the intelligence of all these people to um, solve the world's problems and defeat the seven deadly sins. He'll, he'll have to utilize his, his, uh, his uh, family that's there. And though they're not going to get their, their normal powers, he will create new ways for them to become superpowered. Oh. So we would still get, you know, I forget which one it was, but there's, the, there's a, I guess it would be a imagine, not an imagine, if, a what if story <laughs> where they didn't get their powers, but yet they still got their powers. Yeah. So, like, uh, you know, Johnny will get some kind of suit that allows him to, to use fire, and Sue will get some kind of uh, ray gun that makes it so that things go invisible or she can pick stuff up. And, and,
2: well, I like that they could, they could be the, they would actually be the true Marvel family. That's right. You know, it'll so be the true Marvel family. <laughs> and since Reed believes in science and where does everything come from? It all comes from the earth. You know, Ben gets the power of earth. Earth. You know? so yeah. That's why he's the thing. Oh. Uh, when, uh, Sue has the power of the winds. So that's why she's invisible. Like Johnny has the flames, you know, and stuff like that. Maybe he so gives deep. himself water
0: again, just, just to be,
2: yeah. Oh, he's, he's stretching. <laughs> so it's Still okay. Stretching. Hey. No, I was stretching. <laughs> yeah. So
0: that's that. Yeah. That's what I would, I would love to see Reed, uh, get the because the the idea of magic like i also love to see him just sit there and be like we need to we need to break this down because i can figure this science out it can't just be pure magic like (laughs) it can't be a thing Uh, we have no time read come on (laughs) exactly (laughs) so that that would be my my shazam in the in the marvel universe and uh I'm, i'm glad that we all were able to come up with something definitely unique and different
1: yeah, and it's it's part of that wonder, right? You know, we're imagining ifs, this, these amazing worlds. And again, that's the whole allure of comic books, right? Mm-hmm. We get these ideas. We see these things, these common threads. We pull on these threads. And sometimes we unleash new things from the closet. Sometimes we create whole new worlds. And I, I think the essence of family and, you know, that sense of becoming greater than you are, mm-hmm. that's where it really stems from. And I think we all did a really good job of elaborating on that.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, this was, this was so fun and I'm glad that you went the science route because that made me and like I, I've, I think I've tried to pawn that story off and do I want you to read it. But Miracle Man. Yeah. Like, I love the fact that, you know, like in England, they were like, oh, those those national comics chaps of sued Fawcett. Well, uh, we'll just make our own story by golly gee. And they create Mikey Moran, which was a neat throwback. They actually had uh, Easter egg. So when Billy is in the raincoat as mm-hmm. Shazam and he's talking to the security guard, and he's like, oh, what's your name say there? Moran? Okay. Moran. Nice to- <laughs> it was Moran. Mikey nice. Moran. So they, they did a nice little shout out. But I always like that. Mikey's... His change word was Kamota, which is supposed to be atomic spelled backwards. Oh, yeah. So I like that we could steal your 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 Shazam there, and that's how he gets <laughs> his, his wondrous powers.
0: <laughs> so I, mean, I like that because we we even talked about it. But there's like there's what other people that have the magic word the Sabak. There's the evil guy that gets his powers from all a bunch of demons. Oh yeah. There's what Kid Eternity is. He re, he yells out Eternity, and he can get a. Yeah, I think you're right. He can get a different ghost a different dead person to come talk to him and maybe even give him their powers yeah give him powers um i want to say there's one more but i can't quite well there's matas well there's matas yeah if you do from earth three Earth three yeah Yeah. evil shazam and uh, well but then i guess there was matas tapping can tank or whatever back in the old shazam comics it's it's captain marvel or captain shazam backwards i'm sorry it should have been not matas it would have been Captain, oh, it just
2: would have been Captain Marvel backwards. Captain
0: Marvel backwards, yeah. Oh. So <laughs> I, I, I can't. I'm not <laughs> I'm not. I'm not versed in Zatanna's magic. I can't do things backwards. It's not. It's not easy for me.
2: But Ooh, that would be a fun story. Where they could play with that, you know, like what if, like, you know, Billy's trapped and he's there with Zatanna and he's like, every time I say the word Shazam, the lightning's not breaking through. So Zatanna's like, oh, let me try a transfer spell. And so since she says everything backwards, you know, get the lightning to Shazam. When she says Shazam backwards, boom, we are hijinks. That would be mean. crazy. That, <laughs> I you just know
1: imagine what? a really lengthy just <laughs> <laughs> Shazam. They right. should do that.
2: They should in,
0: in cat or Shazam part two, they should bring in Zatanna. Just why not? She's magic and he's magic based. Like just have her come in and be like around his age and That'd be cool. I, th- I like that. Yeah. So all right. Uh if you have any other ideas for uh, a Marvel Universe Captain Marvel, Captain <laughs> Shazam, uh, we'd love to hear from you. So if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at MitchipediaGEM. GEM stands for Elite Media. Uh, Chris is also on Twitter as... Stuff I should say, should being spelled S-H-U-D. And Rafa.
1: Mobile Rafi. Mobile Rafi. Let's have a good time. And
0: the rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter. Tweeter. Twitter. Twitter at geekly media on instagram and facebook.com forward slash geekly media is our facebook page check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the geekly media network on our website geeklymedia.com uh, but until next time this is imagine if on the geekly media network saying always remember to geek, geek out we now return you to your regularly scheduled program Hi, this is Steven from Geekly Media, and I want to tell you about Cuts by Candice, a hairstylist that will work with you to get just the right look. After growing my hair out for years and years, Candace was the only stylist I trusted to cut my luscious locks. Mention our promo code, GEEKOUT, when making your appointment through the end of April 2019, and you'll get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts by Candace 3 on Instagram, and start looking the best you, you can.